0: I'm really excited for Halloween because it's kind of my favourite time of the year. (laughs) I love really spooky stuff so it's just so much fun. But for now, I have some other stuff to share with you. 15, nervous, naive, knee-length skirt at a desk next to a boy I'd spoken to maybe once or twice. Then he is joined by a friend I've never met and they engage in a game he normally saves for just before bed. I try to look away but he tells me to look. They tell me I'm playing and reach for the woman who lives where I do not dare to share. She is sleeping and she doesn't know the rules. They grab her from her cotton castle and I'm in the game, bound to lose. We are both frozen, unable to run, afraid of what we've done, or haven't, to be more accurate. And when the boys are done, we are numb and full of questions that we will never ask. We will never play again. We are not sure if we even did, or if we just sat, alone, broken battleship at the mercy of invasion from a boy, just being a boy. I never used to think that that time or incident or whatever you wanna call it, really affected me. I just thought it was something that happened you know, and when you say it, it doesn't seem like a, a big deal, you know. I was sat in class and a guy sat next to me was... <laughs> you see what I'm saying? It's not a big deal, but I actually physically cannot say it. He was, you know, to himself or with himself, I don't know. And... <sighs> I was so confused and (laughs) scared and suddenly I'm pulled into it and I just kind of sat there you know I didn't want to say anything in case I got into trouble (laughs) and I I just kind of thought You know, it was a thing that happened. But now that I think about it, I think it explains a lot about, (laughs) about me and and who I am. I, you know, it takes me a long time to to be that way with a person. You know, I thought it was just, you know, Catholic guilt or something but I, I think it is something more. It has to be meaningful and wanted, beautiful because I suppose technically my first experience of the entire thing was just weird and frightening i'd like to tell you that i have some you know intellectual you know thoughts on this further than that but i just i think i like nice romantic things now because i don't want to feel like that Ever again, I don't don't want to feel (laughs) afraid of, of something that's supposed to be special. This is completely unrelated to the rest of the podcast, but I just discovered that I can make a goat noise play on the podcast so i'm just letting you know i'm about to do that because i think goats are great so i just want you to be prepared for that it's about to happen okay that was fun i had a good time us up with dolly parts, the silky shards of broken hearts. You'll flip for our flips, feel us from your ankles to the collarbone that you contour. We feel so warm, covered in icy indigo. I pray to my pleather that I keep it together. They'll find my soul destructive, devoted, switch on my eyes, they can switch anytime, puppet masters playing behind the curtains, business is as business does, artificial, authentic, the buzz inside my heart is the buzz inside his wallet. Sometimes I feel conflicted about creating things because I I worry if I'm doing it because it's what I want to do or if I'm doing it because I think it's going to be popular. Um, and admittedly, that was less of a problem when I was just a girl sat in my room, you know writing on open office because she couldn't afford microsoft word just sort of for herself you know now that there are people out there that see it although admittedly i am still writing on open office but i mean i could buy microsoft word but i mean it's just habit now you know i just you know I like Open Office. it's nice. Anyway, that's not the point. But there are people out there who... who do read what I do. So I guess I worry about sort of subconsciously just producing things that I think they would want rather than things that I want. But then I worry, you know, can you be... Can you be a good artist if you're just doing things for yourself? Now I don't claim to have the answers to that but it is something I question a lot. If I'm just doing things for myself and doing what makes me happy and where I'm comfortable and whatever, am I growing as an artist? You know? And does the extra pressure of having people that I share my work with make me a better artist by forcing me to maybe do things that i'm not sure of or branch out to other things write about other people's perspectives see things through other people's eyes you know and so it kind of leads to this struggle to to remain true to myself while also being considerate of the people around me but also not falling into the trap of becoming formulaic and just writing things that might become popular but then again I suppose I can always just you know go back to being in my room on my own I've still got an open office so you know I don't have much further to go. Eyes rest, where lips linger. Sleep, stolen by anger. Desperate demons rest between legs. I wonder if it shows. Your flesh, hears my finger. The siren call is a whirlpool curiosity, raging and violent, howling to the night, bubbling, I seek you out, chase you through the city, whippy tale follows. You know, perhaps I'm overly harsh on Tiffany Please because some of it was good. Some of it was terrible, admittedly. And I I tried too hard to keep everything to the the story structure to the point where some things didn't make sense narratively. And it was a bit of an ambitious thing for somebody who hadn't even graduated yet to put together, but, you know, some of it was all right. Um, And considering the time in my life that I wrote it when literally everything was sort of falling apart i suppose it's not the worst thing i've ever done admittedly that the (laughs) god the worst things i've ever written are thankfully no longer available there was my i had a blog when i was in sixth form half of it was (laughs) absurd poems about my english teacher and the other half was sort of, you know, I want to be a a divisive Guardian columnist when I grow up, sort of crap. And it was just terrible. But thankfully, I, <laughs> I actually found it a couple of months ago. And I deleted the entire thing. I just, I couldn't stand it. I was so embarrassed. Even though I could tell from the insights on it that no one had been on there in years. But I was just like, I can't believe I put this kind of shit on the internet. I was so stupid. Why am I like this? Um, it was awful. But there was there was worse than that. If, if you were so inclined to go far enough back in my Tumblr archives... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, the kind of shit you could find on there. I think probably the worst period would have been my first year of uni when I was with James. And I used to, I think because of what the relationship was lacking, I used to just sort of overcompensate. To everybody else so that they would think I was all happy and in love and whatever. And so I used to write all these absurd things about him. Oh, he's so lovely. He's so nice. And, you know. Oh, my God. Oh, and the poems. The fucking poems. Oh, my God. They were the worst. But it's okay now because we're past that, right? I am a relatively well-adjusted grown-up and very... In control of, perhaps not my emotions, but what I'm willing to put on the internet. So it's okay. God. I mean, it's okay for now. Until I properly fall in love with someone again and then it's all going to go to shit and I'm really sorry about that. I burned like the exhausted cigarette he tucked into the ashy resting room. Ella in my ears, envy in my mind as I longed for him to inhale all I was, discard the doubtful voice in my head and really shake it down. I crawled to consciousness, though not a fan, because of her promise for more of my man if my lungs stay in the game. Non-disclosure agreement faxed at midnight. No more rumours from the room of where his fancy freckles sit and how much he likes to Redacted, redacted, redacted. He promises forever, each and every Sunday before we slip into church and pretend to understand. Eternity with him feels pointless, although I'll take what I can get. An hour with him goes faster than a second without. I'll see you real soon. Good night, my love.